0: Popping y'all is your boy AJ, your boy Nick, and this is the Hip Hop Advisor podcast. We got a special guest in the house today. Special
1: special guest. Yeah, it's
0: my homegirl. Uh, how are you saying your name again? I'm sorry. Kitty Mo. Kitty Mo. Yeah, we got our homegirl Kitty Mo in the house today. Go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. All
2: right, let's get it. You guys already know I'm Kitty Mo. I'm the owner, one of the radio personalities for the award winner radio station out here in Charlotte, North Carolina, True Dreams Radio. 24-7, we are streaming all genres of independent artist music as well as old school and
1: new school R&B. Ooh,
0: yes. mm. that's old school, mm. old school Let's go, let's go. <laughs> go ahead, Nick, introduce yourself real quick.
1: Absolutely. I'm Nick Neighbors. I'm, uh, I'm a hip-hop producer based in the D.C. area, originally from Boston, Massachusetts, and um, co-host of this show, Hip-Hop Vibes. That's
2: it. you're.
1: Yeah.
0: And now your boy AJ the other co-host of the Hip Hop the podcast. Uh, I'll say the rest of the stuff for the outro. But you know, podcast, radio,
1: photography, everything, uh, streaming, everything,
0: like, everything,
1: yeah. modeling, not yet, like, <laughs> like, not yet, probably, not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not yet. I'm in. I'm in talks to doing that, but yeah, yeah.
1: That oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you that. I told you that shit last week. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got a whole we got a homegirl Kimo in the house today. Um like she said, she's the creator of um, True Dreams Radio. Uh tell us a little bit about that and um how you got started.
2: Um definitely so shout out to my HBCU. So I attended West Salem State University. Hey, let's yes, Ram Fam in the building. So I did graduate May of uh, 2014. So I like uh-huh. to keep it transparent. Um, of course, I'm here in Charlotte. And I was raised in Charlotte. I'm originally from Durham, North Carolina. But however, um, so I was raised here in Charlotte. And I was about to graduate. Was very excited to move to the Atlanta, Cali, mm-hmm. Texas, somewhere in its mm-hmm. radio market. And mm-hmm. the night before graduation, literally, um, I got thrown! I got so thrilled that I got pulled over. Um, so I ended oh, up getting damn. into some trouble um, with, uh, uh, with authority. And um, I got humbled. I got humbled and I had to actually go through court, my first time ever getting in trouble with the law. And it's mm-hmm. the night before I'm about to graduate from school. So um, mm-hmm. I graduated, had to come straight back here to Charlotte and had to go through court, you know, basically in Winston. And so uh, while I was doing so, I was working full time um, at a job and I had originally, to be real, my only child, so, um, I kept it from my family. You know, um, I was very ashamed. I was embarrassed, um, humiliated. I'm mm. um, mm. even just scared, you know, because I felt like, mm. wow, I just accomplished this goal. And then, boom, you know, uh, this happens to me. So, um, I took the initiative to, you know, try to keep it on low, work full time, things like that. And uh, my mother, she's looking at me crazy, like, Okay, we did all this and, you know, this is where you're working at. I thought we were supposed to be working right here. And I'm like, you know, I'm I'm going through some things, mom. I'm going through some things, you know, that's, <laughs> that's all I say. I'm going through some things. And so she was like, listen, you know, um, she took me. Never forget, if you're from the South, you know, she took me to the Waffle House on a hey. Sunday morning. So I went to the hey. Waffle House and she was like, listen, she was like, you know, um, I never really heard about it. And this is 2014, so it's just crazy how technology has expanded just with us right now. So she was like, you know, I never really heard of it like that. Um, you know, you're gonna have to do more research, but you know, you're not working for a station. You're working full time, but this is not what you plan to do in life. Like you plan on doing radio, and this is what you need to be doing. I'm gonna help you start an internet mm-hmm. radio station. I'm like internet radio. What? Mm. Oh, whatever. Mm. And um, she was like, I'm going to help you start an internet radio station, Um, but you have to finish it. I'm going to help you fund it, but you got to mm. continue the rest. Ooh, so lovely. at the time, I'm completely like, what? Like, you don't know what I'm going through. But of course you don't, because I wasn't honest. You know, I kept it to myself. Um, But however, it was still a dream of mine. Um, and this dream has started, which I actually got it in front of me because she gave it to me this year. Mm for my um, 30th birthday, so that I'm mm. looking down at it. But, um, so this right here, I'm 30 oh, years yeah. old, but this is a cassette tape.
1: Oh, hey, let's so, go. This
2: ah, is geez. the first, like, recording where I used to do my radio station on. And so right here, mm. if you can see it, it says K94.10. So mm. K was for Kiera, 94 was for the age that my great grandmother would have been if she was alive. And 10 because mm. I was 10 years old. So that was my radio station. Damn. So like, we ended up finding like, I got like still like cassette tapes of so like- started that movies, young? Radio shows or whatever. So I was the only child, so I had a lot of sleepovers. So I used to interview my friends. They had to be Destiny's Child, 3 lw okay. And my mother, she used to do fish fries every Friday at the crib. So that was our concert, you know, we had to perform for the family and friends. So oh, wow. um, from dope. there, you know, That's now dope. fast forward, you know, to life. She's like, what are we doing? You know, so um, we started. So as you kind of can hint now, True Dreams. So um, it really was a dream of mine to be able to start. So uh, we started True Dreams and um, um, in January 2015. And since then, you know, we've just been just, you know, rocking and rolling. I haven't, haven't stopped it yet.
1: Mm. 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 That's one of the uh, best. That's one of the best intros we've gotten. Come on <laughs> right, with AJ, right. Have we gotten a better one than that? That's fantastic. You're right.
0: Thank uh, you. That,
2: Thank that, you.
0: That tops everything so far. Mm.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I always tell people, um, because I've been more transparent about it now. And I think it's just more of um because we have now the foundation and the establishment of just working hard. Um, and pushing ourselves. But, you know, true dreams is not an easy walking apart with any dreams that you desire to have. You go through trials, you go through uh, tribulations, you go through storms, you go through failures, um, you Mm. go through betrayal, um, Mm. you go through just life-changing moments. And so, you know, even though I was raised in a single parent home, only child, just me and my mom, you know, my life was still great. You know, I, I, I still knew that my mother was struggling, but like, she was so smart. Like these tapes was like the gift that I would get on Fridays if I did good in school. Not mm. knowing that it was like mm. three tapes equal a dollar in a dollar tree. So that really helped mm. her out. You mm. know, in hindsight, like when I look back on it, like, oh, we was really struggling. You know, this was like, hey, guess what? You do a good job at school, you get to do three interviews. You know, because <laughs> I have no money. So, you know, it was an excitement, but um. So it's it's those small moments that also created bigger moments. And it's even um, so it's like it wasn't until crazy to say now that I'm more comfortable to speak on it. um, It wasn't until true dreams where I actually got my nightmares um, for the first time, too, Mm. in life, Um, my trauma is what people will refer to uh, for the first time in life. So Mm. you're talking about, you know, my second interview ever, which is now more people are learning about it. And it was because maybe because I'm a woman for one, I'm a black woman for one. And then two, uh, we just know the world of what we kind of live in. and, And a lot of people don't speak on it as maybe comfortably that I can speak on it now because once upon a time I didn't either. But however, my second interview ever, um, a guy that I knew that I was actually friends with raped me. And so when that situation happened after my interview, I'm thinking this is a great interview da da, da and I get raped. you know, this was a moment of like, do I want to do this? <laughs> because this is not what I signed up for, or do I want to keep going because this is what I was destined to do? And so, um I channeled that energy into literally pushing myself in. Every event, every platform, you know, a lot of times as artists, as producers, as uh, photographers, um, I've seen a, a little bit all models and things like that. We feel like we can't pop up somewhere unless it's beneficial for us. Mm. I made every event that I attended beneficial for me. Every supporter that I got is not because they're not all of them, but, you know, I have a few, but it's not because they was. Independence high school alumni, Northridge middle school alumni, Winston Salem State University alumni, people that knew Kiara. My following and my and my and my fan base and my supporters came from me in a sense being true dreams, being kitty because I pushed that energy that was so much of a nightmare, and I literally turned it into a dream. Mm. I didn't mm. let that situation mm. stop me, even though. Mm. It would have been a great excuse to stop me, you know, mm. because uh, we all know that the music industry is predominantly mad, you know, if not like, what, 90%, you know, in a sense mm. when it comes down to artists, put it like that, not literally in the whole, but just in general. When you go to an average concert with independent artists, you know, how many women is on the lineup? And how many mm. women is actually in the crowd if they're not the girlfriend. Mm. The dancer or artist, you know, in general. So, mm. you know, I decided to, um, and I started speaking about it more because I, I um, shout out to my HBC once again, and shout out to, uh, I know her as Marika because she is my classmate, but she's a um, professor now, Miss um, um, Mothering. Uh, Mother, I say Marika, I'm sorry, I probably messed her name up, but boo, you know why. But yeah. uh, she, she has a mass, uh, mass communications class that she teaches. So every year um, when they do the radio chapter, she brings me as a um, a guest, um, oh, a guest yeah. speaker. And um, one of the students had asked, and it was actually during 2020, um, um, and we was virtual. And one of the students had asked, they was like, you know, we're hearing all the good, which is understandable, but they was like, you know, what have you gone through? And I always kept that in the back because I didn't want to realistically gain supporters off sympathy empathy or pity like I wanted them to know that like yo, know, true dreams be the happiest people in the world even though I was crying at night because at the end of the day that was just a part of the story you know mm-hmm. so um when we really speak of true dreams we always tell people you know true dreams is the radio version of show Apollo We give everybody the opportunity, big or small. But our goal and your goal should be, after you leave our platform, whether you look at us like the Breakfast Club or whether you look at us as a mini station, is that you continue to grow. You continue to rise. You continue to be the biggest person that you could possibly be when it comes down to your craft. And by the grace of God, throughout these past seven years, like we've had the honor, the pleasure, the privilege to be able to work with some phenomenal um, kings and queens that started like what people considered small and now they're huge, you know, so um it's definitely just been a blessing and I, and I always encourage artists, you know, we all go through things, we all go through things, okay, you know, um, we all have a story, we all have a struggle, Um, never compare yourself to anybody else's struggle, mm. do what you need to do to get out of that struggle so it can become um, as you can see, I'm not crying and telling this story It's almost a smile on my face because it was like, Oh, the world thought they was going to stop me. And that's just one of many, you know, stories that I've gone through throughout these seven years. Like I said, realistically, my trauma, um, didn't start until true dreams really truthfully. Oof. Wow.
1: Okay. I was like, is this, is it pre-recorded because. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm, I'm talking like, to y'all I'm so we sorry. We keep it real on this show. I'm going to keep it real. Like that was so inspiring. I feel like it I was really a student was. at one of those uh, events you were talking about. You 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 know you being a guest guest lecturer like wow. That, Damn. Wow. Um Woo. AJ, what do we say? Do we ask any questions? I'm sorry, like, y'all what know. We, I'm sorry. What do we do Woo. now, bro? Like that, that was wow. That was wow.
0: good. Thank, that thank was you. good
1: thank you
0: thank that was you, damn boy. good that was thank damn good. good good answer. good answer good answer <laughs>
2: good say thank you wow That's long process. intro sorry nah i
0: don't know we appreciate this we appreciate he didn't, he that. didn't
1: waste a second yes, at no, all. he didn't waste the, he at didn't all. waste the breath
0: this was good content right here yeah
2: wow
1: but
0: as a person one radio host to another because you know <laughs> hip-hop vibes radio goes goes live every Thursday from two to three p.m. RadioFairPrice Wait, 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 what's this? Boom, there it is. RadioFairPrice right. <laughs>
1: Um,
0: what do you have of people like to, like kind of like broaden their horizons? Cause like, I mean, like, cause I do what, um, it's like um, it's a public access station, so I do with them. But like, what tips do you have to like kind of like broaden like their fan base or like move out on their own type shit?
2: Um, I really will say, and it may sound like cliche, but really like, so it's like, for an example, like, especially like with social media period, you know, social media has been one of the most powerful creations of all time. Um, I'm able to connect with people literally all over the world, um, with, with, within seconds, you know, but, um, it's really never going to be something as unique as, um in-person marketing to be able to create that true like fan base followers and people that's just going to for years to come that's going to support you you know so i always look at it as when you guys are when you're meeting people through your station if you can connect with them in person whether you like say because you guys do hip-hop so when you're working with like independent artists, producers, things like that, like being able to, if you have time to go to their shows, pop up at their shows. If you have time to be able to just like listen to their music and tell them directly that you you enjoy it, you you vibe with it. Like people still want that in person, some type of form communication. Like, and because of the fact that like now we're living in a world where you really don't know what's real or fake. You know, like you really just don't know what's real and fake. Like, for an example, like with my station, like, even though we're we're seven years, I started my I started my Instagram page um three years ago, the true dreams page three years ago. My mm-hmm. kitty mode, my old page got disabled, whatever reason, whatever. But the true dreams page started three years ago, right? And that's because like when I was um in college, I just never even cared for social media. And that's supposed to probably be a time that I'm supposed to be like. Really, really into it. Like, like I said, I was into Twitter when I first started, like um, junior high school to freshman year of college. Um, end up just being too thorough for me. A lot of crazy stuff happened, and I left it. And um, so from there, I never had Instagram. Never cared for it. I just didn't care, you know, in general. But then I end up starting um, True Dreams, like I said, right around I think 2019, and just within itself, like, even though it's only like from what people may view and see it like, oh, well that's only 3,000 followers compared to what people are used to, like 10, 12, 20, you know, whatever. It's like those 3,000, like at least a solid, I will comfortably say like 2,500 of those people I've genuinely have met, I've worked mm. with, I've mm. done interviews with, mm. I've, I've, they performed at a concert. Like it's some way in like I actually know them, you know mm, what I'm saying? Mm. So, even if it's me, like directly listening to your music. So to me, you have to keep that in person relationship because that's that's what kept True Dreams alive. Mm. It's the artists that I've worked with and the entrepreneurs because I didn't take their money to do some packages for my station mm. just to make sure that I eat or get advertisement. I made sure to show them just love, like in Mm. general, because Mm. I love what I do. So like I always tell these artists, like, you know, I'm an artist just without the beat. Like, I hope that people listen to me the same way people listen to y'all. It's just the only thing is that y'all get a hook, you know, to make it a little bit more catchy, but it's my goal that the words that comes out my mouth, that you remember it forever, just like you remember that beat. Mm. So it's building that that relationship and that passion. If Mm. you really, you know really want to do this then it's really just having that love to really be able to meet people outside of just connecting with them to meet on the internet and social media and stuff mm.
0: nice nice and i definitely have catch i have caught some of your shows like we do like a little pass or um, um i forgot what you call it like the pass or fail type of joint where you play your oh, the,
2: track uh trudeau music
0: yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I see Norris and I joined a whole bunch of times. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. What is it? Oh, I'm not God familiar.
2: Nurse. Yes, yes. Super dope. Uh um Float of God, he was actually my um, he was actually my second artist that I ever interviewed in life mm-hmm. um at Winston. Um, so right. Rock the Might, the show that I still do to this day, started when I was 19. I only give credit mm-hmm. to say true dreams now, but that show is as old as when I was 19 years old. Mm. Um, and I'm 30 now. So um I started a show um at Winston. I used to just do a talk show um on our on, on our college station. And then oh, I had I I to people that. in the okay. calf and I would ask them, I'd be like, Hey, you know, what's a good topic to talk about on the air? You gave me a good topic, I'd be like, Hey, would you mind being a guest if they didn't feel comfortable? Okay, cool, then I had guests. So one one day I'm making my rounds, asking people whatever, writing down or whatever, like hey, what you think will be at the top of this week? So, one of my homeboys, they was like, my music? I was like, man, nobody wanna talk about your music. You know, <laughs> because I'm thinking mainstream world. So I was like, boy, nobody want to listen to that. And so he was like, how are you gonna be a radio personality and don't know how to talk? And I
1: was
2: like, mm. <laughs> so he tried it, you know? So I, I'm mm. very prideful, which I'm trying to work on. Nah, but you yours. know, so however, um, i was like okay and so i really thought it was just gonna be a nonchalant like show that day to Mm -hmm. be honest i was like you know what i'm just gonna interview him talk about his music because i'm a woman of my word i said if you give me a topic i'll do it and so when i interviewed him shout out to his name is keys when i interviewed him i absolutely fell in love like with the interview because like i said again that's what gave me my oh wow like I'm an artist, too, you know, like it was like it felt good to be able because I didn't do music, but I knew I still had that same like passion, like how a lot of a lot of artists start, like whether they was in a church or they, they started writing music at the age of eight or not. You know, so it was like hearing that one interview had me go like, oh, wow. And so then the next one was glow to God, Norris. And so then, you know, he got the same passion. Of course, Norris, you know, he you know, he literally did music you know he (laughs) I was a drum major at Winston so it was like wow like opened up my whole world to independent artists because at first you know I was so busy thinking I was going to be in corporate radio Mm. station vibes Mm. that I was only thinking of mainstream artists but I'm like wow now these artists that I'm seeing is gonna eventually be mainstream, you know? Right, right. So right, um, right. I, it was a different love that it was like, oh, I wanna be, uh, which I definitely shout her out and show her love. Um, it was kind of like, I wasn't aiming to be like her, but I respected her hustle, which is like Angie Martinez. Like mm. Angie Martinez had worked with so many artists underground, like the Jay-Z's, the Pac's, the Biggie's before Jay-Z, Pac and Biggie, you know, but she was in New York. So i was like okay well i'm gonna try to do the same type of style but i'm gonna be from the south you know mm-hmm. so that's what made that niche kind of stick to where i was like you know what like i'm gonna always work with independent artists like no matter what like even if i interview mainstream artists like i still got the love for you know the independent artists because one day they will be mainstream and now uh, right. You know, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm going to have to pay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get you on my platform. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and have you for the love. <laughs> like right. I said, I've just always had kind of like that ear and even just um, the vision of knowing what artists that I pretty much knew was going to be next. And and I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like we've been able to see a lot and it's it's been super amazing, super dope to be able to see. Um, so many of these independent artists that we once knew in Charlotte now they're like celebrities. Mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. I, I like what you said about like getting involved with art in ways that are a little bit more unconventional, in the sense of like I feel like I feel like a lot all of us I think a lot of us have artistic capability but sometimes the skill is lost because people don't find that avenue to express it that actually like connects with them yeah like aj like like think about we so we um me and aj met at a hip hop mixing class yeah. right yeah and it was taught by multi platinum engineer um, Shout out Irko, he's the man. He just mixed all of Kanye's last album. He did the whole mix for the whole album. So Irko once said to me, I asked him, I was like, "Why would you stop producing? Like, when when did you start mixing?" And he told me, "It was when I realized that that's not where I'm needed. That's not where I'm needed." I do remember
0: him saying that, yeah. And
1: and it struck me because, and this is something I learned as a business person. Like I started my business just because I love music, but I learned soon, I learned very quickly, you don't start a business without a demand. And and you, you don't do things without considering the impact on others. And so when you just, it's beautiful the way you describe that you say, you're a musician, you absolutely are a musician. If you never make a beat in your life, you're a producer. Because of just simply the connections you've made with these people and stepping into their skin and understanding them, you you are a part of those tracks. I think that's a very beautiful way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And I, and, it, and it's encouraging too, because some people feel like, oh, I, I don't I, I don't fit this little box or I don't fit right. this box. You know what I right. mean? And 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 that sometimes can be a problem because and like you had described with the with the indie artists at first. At first, you were like, uh, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I want to be doing mainstream shit. And I was the same way back in the day where I was like, hey, I want this one thing. This is what I want. And the patience wasn't there and the planning wasn't there. And I learned quickly that, like, no, no, there's value in the whole journey. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm not better than anybody else. I'm an indie, I'm just like you. Like I'm on the right. ground level. I'm on the basement level too. Right. We right. We together, but together we have we can create this symbiotic relationship. And then we can both, you know what I mean? Right. It's and important. that's what
2: and you know, and and, and it's even then what I tell artists now, um, what I've actually learned, too, um, in, a, in a mental space um, as well, mm. um, since doing True Dreams, um, I definitely appreciate my mother, the way she raised me, um, but um, the entertainment industry is so powerful, right? Mm. I always tell people, entertainment industry is the most powerful industry in the world. Anybody can study to be a doctor, to be a scientist, to be a lawyer. Uh, anything literally because you got the books it's just a matter of you taking that initiative because ultimately we can be anything we want to be literally the only person that's going to stop you is you so you literally can be anything you want to be and the only reason why I say the entertainment industry is the most powerful industry in the world is because this is the only industry where you don't study to be you like you there's no Mm. books to be you you have to literally study yourself educate yourself Love yourself, believe in yourself, and have confidence. Mm-hmm. And a yeah. lot of people yeah. don't get as far in this yeah. industry. It's because they lack confidence. And mm. they lack confidence because they don't truly love themselves. Mm. And mm. people don't want to hear that because it's like, oh, my gosh, how could you, how could you tell me I don't love myself? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, from mm. big, small, huge, whatever, you're going to do it. Like you're going to do it. Like if you're confident in yourself, you're going to at least try it. You know what I'm saying? Like people like they like I know, like certain sayings where it's like, you know, you don't try. You just do it. No, you do try, you know, which equals doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you try it, you're doing it. So it's like it kind of really actually go hand in hand. Now, ultimately, it, it might not be when we say do it. Like, we thought that it was going to be shaken both right, right, to be right, because right. we already got this image pain in our heads yeah, and right. we don't control the universe. So at the end of the day, we're sitting here like, oh, we gotta go like this, like this, and if it don't go like this, like this, like this, I'm not doing it, right? But it's right. like, okay, well, try to do it. And at the end of the day, you don't know what your outcome will be until you try, right. you know, to be able to accomplish it. So it's like, some, certain what I what I realize is that in our industry, um, a lot of people don't love themselves, mm. and it's so it's it's okay because now we're learning about self love and we're learning about the importance of mental health, you know, things like that. But the reason why we're seeing like the mainstream world, for an example, we're seeing these artists crash, burn, da 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 because they don't have that confidence within themselves that label gave them that confidence That first check gave them that confidence but they didn't give themselves that mm. confidence to keep going so now for an example and we're not gonna get too deep into it because of course it's a whole bunch of controversy but you look at for an example people like a. Uh, because they're my favorites, some of my favorites. But you look at people as like, uh, like a, a future or a Kanye, and you think that they're arrogant. You think that they got ego issues. Now, of course they may, because we're human. Everybody got a little bit of egotistical you know, type of energy in them, mm-hmm. if time presents. But, however, it's the confidence where, for an example, when I just, and I'm just only pointing them to, I just at the top of my head, where people kind of have a lot of debates about, you got half of the crowd that really rocks with Kanye, half of the crowd that don't. Half of the crowd rocks with Future, half of the crowd that don't. But I only point them two out because it's, at the end of the day, if you notice, regardless, look at the consistency of them, mm, for yeah. starters. And mm. then look at their work ethic, for starters. Mm. And then mm. now, regardless of what they're known for, they haven't changed. They still been the same individuals that we first met. Not saying, And of course, change is good, growth-wise. But i'm saying the fact that they was their their individual selves right. that's confidence so within this industry you make a name that's everlasting jay-z beyonce rihanna you know we can name many like that literally has made a name for themselves Because they knew who they were, even if they got lost in the sauce a little bit. I brought up Kanye because we know he deals with mental health. But even with dealing with it, you master your mental health. You understand, like, I'm messed up in the head. Me personally, I believe everybody got mental health issues, like, in some shape or form. I don't feel like nobody's normal. Like, I don't even know what normal is. I agree. But um, I feel like um, being a follower is something that's, like quote-unquote normal, you know, to do because you're trying to think mm. like others instead of thinking for yourself. So it's like, I mm. think, you know, once you get to that level of, like, um, and not making an excuse for your bad behavior, but knowing who you are, knowing your gifts, knowing your curse. Like, I literally got that tat on my ribs, gift and a curse. Like, but knowing who you are, the good and the bad, and literally having that balance and understanding that, um, you are unstoppable. So anything that you try to do, you know, you're going to do it. You know, for the first time, it was just a matter of feeling confident to do it. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you may have like for an example with me, I know I can produce right now. Like we just talked about the air. Mm -hmm. I'm just not confident enough to actually take the time because I could actually allow for myself to take the time. Who is stopping me from actually being able to take that time? So even me talking about it, you know, it's still certain areas in my life where I'm not confident in. And I like the weekend. It's a long They say my confidence is slow. Sometimes your confidence is a little slow. Don't mean that you don't got it in you. It's just a little bit slow. Mm. But it's a matter of being able to understand that, okay, like the only person that's going to legit stop me, no funds, n- n- no family excuses, no, oh my gosh, I went through all this trauma back in the day and my life was so hard. Only person stopping you is yourself. Like literally, you the mm. only thing stopping yourself? And once you can realize that, then you won't stop. But mm. like, you really won't stop. Mm.
0: Why are you so loud? Gosh. <laughs> he said loud.
2: <laughs> I'm talking to myself too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reminding myself.
0: <laughs> I think we definitely all needed to just talk, though. Like, yeah,
1: uh, it, it, it's true. I mean, I, I
0: talked about friend, this with Nick all the yeah. time. Like, yeah, I we, be down
1: to myself did. sometimes a lot. Well, I ain't gonna oh, say sometimes a lot. Let's keep it real. Yeah, absolutely. And me too. I made music for ten years before I played it for shit for anybody. Really, like ten years. I was making it in a in a bubble. But I, I really do believe the confidence. Like my friend Jackson. Shout out Jackson. That boy. <laughs> Super successful producer, right? He always told me success is a um, not success. What do he say? Confidence is a prerequisite for success. He always said that shit to me, mm. always. And it's like it, it, it's true because if you don't manage all those negative automatic thoughts you have in your head, you know, I can't do it. You're not shit. You can't do this because we all have we all have that. Let's be real. If you don't manage those, if you don't check it it's going to check you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm. It's going to check you. It's going to defeat you. Unless you 100%. say something to return in return.
0: 100%. To,
1: yeah. 100% agree with you. Confidence. 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 100%. 100% agree. 100 And also too, because like the, the, like you said about the lawyers and, and, and doctors, there's more of an established path. You, in a way, to be a musician or any, any, any kind of artist, you're like an entrepreneur by default. That's not the case mm. for these other ones. You're a default entrepreneur, you, especially in this age. Now you have to manage a brand on top of whatever you do. You're exactly. managing brand. You're managing social media. You're managing all these things. I, also, I, I do agree in my experience. You really have to do all those things, and it, it takes a lot more out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does it does mm-hmm. but then the, the flip side is it rewards you way more yeah. when you're like yo i actually did i'm actually doing this shit like right i'm really doing this shit right and nobody can stop me just like right. you said like right and and like I'm pr- i said, yeah
2: i don't knock lawyers and doctors right and and science is only bringing them up because we already have that expectation of what they're supposed to do if you're my lawyer i want to win if you're my doctor, I expect for you to tell me mm-hmm. what I'm diagnosed with. But I know at the end of the day, my body is you know, going to tell you that. So it's not like, it's something that you're learning to be able to break it down to me, but my body is telling you that. As a lawyer, I'm telling you what happened for my case. You know what I'm saying? In a sense. Yeah, yeah, Science yeah. is a little bit different. But now when it comes down to this music, I'm telling you my story in hopes for you to be able to follow, believe it, love it, buy it, mm. purchase, you know, it mm. and support it. You know, like, I'm just telling you who I am. Nothing more, nothing less is not going to literally, it will, of course, because the power of music. But it's not going to benefit you technically listening to my song, watching my interview. That's a want. That's not a need. Mm. I need a lawyer if I get in trouble. So that what so we got rules and regulations. We need to follow in order with that mm. case. I need to know if my health is in jeopardy. So I need to know the medications, the therapy, the blah, 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 blah. Like there's rules and regulations to it. But this entertainment world, of course, we know it's still rules and regulations depending on the route mm. you take, who you sign to, things like that. But there's really no rules to this right now. Mm. You know, there's no rules to the entertainment world. However, you push yourself is how far you go it mm. is really just that simple like you may want to make make it to the to the level of spectrum center i always say that special arena you want to get to that level i mean it's really up to you 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 really can get to that level you know but if you're in it to for yourself you know and you know that like my words my beats um my acting because we're thinking about entertainment overall um my spoken word my visual is going to connect because with music and with entertainment it connects with us spiritually it connects with mm. us with like our minds you know and our hearts. like you listen to certain music you watch certain movies depending on literally your energy you mm. know like you're not I think i'm gonna call this lawyer today because i'm feeling spicy you know <laughs> no you call them when you gotta get something done i think mm. i'm gonna call this doctor because mm. i'm bo- like no I, but you use mm. the power of entertainment mm. to really be able to channel yourself like mm. how you're gonna get through the day like how mm. you're like it is good or bad you can use entertainment to put you more in your feelings, and now all of a sudden you're feeling like real down, bad, to blah, blah, blah. Or you can turn around and you can be able to use your music, to, I mean, use like entertainment to be able to lift your spirits up to keep you motivated. So it's completely like up to you when it comes down to mm-hmm. like the I essence see. of like channeling entertainment. And as us, as us being the creators, we have to understand that, and we have to try to be as transparent as we can be now one thing that i will say that the world that we're living in when it comes down to social media like i i um i'm not fully for being um being um vulnerable um too much so on social media and Mm -hmm. and and when i say vulnerable i mean um just telling it all you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to be like yeah, you so real and you so transparent, you're gonna share every moment that's mm-hmm. happening yeah. in your life. And I only say that because we have to be big on um energies, we have to be big on spirits and we have mm-hmm. discernment, you know. You you can you know, like we meet somebody that's called discernment where you can feel it right then and there, if they're good. Or bad. Let's just keep it simple like that. We're just going to keep it that simple with discernment. You can feel if somebody's energy is pure, you can feel when it's of, of evil. Are you saying they're an evil person? No. Are you saying they're a pure person? No. But you can at least get a sense of their energy and their spirit, right? So like now, you know, the only thing that we have to keep in mind as entertainers is that like we can't be so vulnerable especially now with the power of social media we feel like we can do even more because um energies are real when people pray over you and wish over you is real manifestations is real you know if everybody if some some person even though we may not think they're small little big whoever you know if somebody keep praying wishing something on you in some shape or form it actually really can happen you know you have to mm. accept that too you know because the same way that you may hit up everybody and be like Oh my gosh, please, y'all. Um, uh, I'm trying to get this job. Can y'all send a little prayer for me? Hey, listen, I'm trying to get this next um deal with this artist. Can y'all, you know what I'm saying? Just wish me some good luck. da da da, da. Why wouldn't it be the opposite? That people are going to turn around because you're not gonna wish you're not gonna ask people to, to pray on your downfall, but you have to be prepared that people are doing the same exact mm-hmm. possible energy too. So it's like when you understand that and when you actually accept that because people don't want to accept it and you have to accept that it's going to be people that's actually of course like they always say it's closest to you you know um, once you accept it you actually uh crazy to say you actually conquer it and, you, and and it don't come true because you've actually accepted that this is the energy that it that I'm feeling and you're not letting it get the best of you so a lot of times people think that I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm the greatest person in the world. How could this happen to me? Because that's how I felt when I first graduated from college. I'm like, God, what? I did everything you wanted me to do. How am I sitting here going through court? Like, why now? I've been mm-hmm. throwing all these four years at Winston. Yeah. I've been going to every party. <laughs> I've been, I don't know. told me, you wait right now at mm. this moment mm-hmm. where I'm about to literally conquer my dreams mm. and you sit me down, you know, mm. so I was blaming him. I'm like, what? And I realized yeah. I wanted to take accountability for myself. You put yourself in this situation, but it too also really accepting like, okay, if this situation didn't happen, I wouldn't even be talking to you guys right now.
1: Right, right, right.
2: So instead of me, the, the say, blessing
1: hey, and the curse. It, yeah,
2: instead yeah. of so me keep saying saying, "Man, if I would have never went to court, man, back in the day, I would have ne- you know, I would have been here. would have like, "Yo, you yeah. did it. It happened. Okay, you went through it. Like, so now what? Like, what, 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 what have you done since then?" And that's the beauty about the entertainment world is that we can, we can speak on it through our music, we can mm-hmm. speak on it through our poetry, we can speak on it through writing our plays our movies we can speak on it through the art of dance and get respected for the trauma that we actually gone through. Mm. You know, and that's what makes us the most powerful to me industry in the world because now do you really accept me? Because if we heard that a doctor failed the exam, are we gonna really want to go to them? Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we heard that a lawyer got disbarred and now she got barred, but whatever. Ah, uh, you know, but now mm. with, with us, if you heard that I went through some things and look at where I'm at, it's more of that respect because it's it's we're we're, we're selling ourselves without selling our soul, no matter how mm. we want to put it. You know, mm. we're selling ourselves all the time. So you just got to get comfortable with accepting literally the good and bad in life. You know, the gift and the curse is what what I like to like to call it because not every curse is bad. To be honest, and not mm-hmm. every gift is good. You know, mm-hmm. my gift is the power of my, but is the power of my tongue. But my curse is the power of my tongue. I can uplift somebody to the extreme, and I can belittle somebody to the end. <laughs> you know, to be real. So it's like, but I have to, I have to understand that about myself. If I'm just sitting here, only focusing on how I need to get better, and not really accepting the bad, basically, quote unquote or my flaws or 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 the the curse about me then you know i'm not not being who i am because i'm i'm trying to be somebody that i'm not basically you know Mm. i'ma work on myself a little bit for an example i gotta throw them out but you will never catch me on true dreams cussing you know because outside Mm. of true dreams i work with kids and i know at the end of the day like i notice just even the small things People mimic me and be like, hey, let's get it. Because that's what I say all the time, right?
1: Yeah. Naturally, <laughs>
2: naturally, I see people mimicking what I say, right? So now I turn around. What if I'm that type that's like, hey, let's get it, MFA? You already know what time it is. Now,
1: the That's kids are really, doing, yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: and yeah. it's like, and yeah. it's
1: cool, but it's Why are you like, so loud? Right, yeah. now, like,
2: now, God forbid, you know, I'm in front of kids, and I'm like, all right, you know, because I started working with kids, so it's still, it's still being able to, you know, for me, like I said, it's a challenge. I know if I really probably talk, which my family don't like me to talk through, but I do, but I know if I talk like I did, honestly, off camera, on camera- I, I I actually would get more views. I actually yeah. would get more love. If I actually probably talk, but it's still, you have to respect yourself with still certain levels of things. Of course, should I just not talk like I do off camera at all? Of course, but I am healing. <laughs> so, you know, I'm still gonna talk the way I talk, but you still have to be able to understand, like you have to have that balance of yourself to be able to sell yourself, you know, too. And I think, you know, right now we're living in a world where all these artists um, is trying to prove themselves with lyrics that they're speaking and they should actually learn how to just challenge what it is, what they're speaking on, you know, and really make it their their everyday life, you know, so that way they're not trying to prove that they're who they really may not even be, you Mm -hmm. know, truthfully, but now because they want to Prove that they want to be that and then they're sitting somewhere sad and we're either supposed to say free them or help them. You know, mm. like they got to help themselves. They got to free themselves. Mm. You know, it's not to sound selfish saying that, but you'll get most more support when you're helping and freeing yourself.
1: Mm. Mm. I agree. I agree.
0: Mm. So you better than me because
1: I, I cuss all the time. <laughs> All and all camera. <laughs> oh, AJ, you're not that bad.
2: Bro. Listen, oh, I've done a great bad. job. I was <laughs> I my to see you again because you couldn't cuss. So maybe the four years help me. <laughs> mm, <laughs> help I still cussed that.
0: <laughs> it was bad. I
2: can't lie. Like, Lord forgive me, my Baha'i family and my mama and them. But yeah, my mouth is very much so, Woo. But uh, I'm, I'm going to shout out my, my college. They forced me to... Eight. Talk
0: on Ram point. Pratt. Right? <laughs> Ram Pratt.
2: Definitely.
0: But nah, I meant to ask you this um, earlier, actually, Solo. Anytime we have a new guest on the show, we always like to ask them their top five favorite hip-hop artists.
1: No pressure. Top five. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Okay, so I'm not
2: going to put them in no order. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um... So my late husband, Tupac.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So we'll go. We'll go with Pop, Kanye.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah.
2: Um. Future. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. Uh. Two more. Um. It's so many of them. Um, <laughs> ah. So let me see. Tupac, Kanye, Future. I'm going to go ahead and go with Jeezy, mm. And another hip-hop, another hip-hop. I was trying to think of a female just for fun, so I don't seem like I'm naming all guys. Um... But I just have to keep it realistic. Uh my fifth one. Who gonna take that spot? Cause I listen to a lot of RB. Um I'll say, I'll say Kendrick Lamar. Murr. Mm. Top five. Mm. Okay. That'll be my top five. Okay. <laughs> yep, that's a good that's a good range of who I can say at the top of my head for my top five. Like, I listen Nick, to you, daily.
0: Okay, Nick, you just went to the um, Kendrick concert like, like last mm.
2: week. Yo, I'm gonna be I honest.
1: Went, I went able, to church. I
2: was not able to go hurt my feelings very hard because I am a fan of music and a fan of concerts. Like that's my hobby. Like it's going to concerts. That's like to me the best therapy in the world. Very disappointed mm. I couldn't go. Very disappointed, but we're not going to talk
1: about that. Don't put me in my list. That shit, it really was like therapy, though. Yes. It was like a spiritual experience for me. It was really, especially like, and I was saying this to AJ, like seeing him at the end of his career was honestly a blessing because we had like, he was going back to like Good Kid, Mad City, doing shit off of that. We had all these songs. It's just so many memories from 10 years. Um, you know Kendrick Lamar. So, yeah, that shit was. No, I
2: was so upset I was not able to go to that show. I had um, I had to deal with work, but Mm. I love concerts. I all, especially I always tell people like, especially particular artists. I tell them go to a concert. Don't see these artists in the clubs. Not knocking them artists, you know. Yeah. Whoever's watching, Mm -hmm. but if you expect to see your your favorite artist perform at the club, no, 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 no go see them when they're on tour like it's an experience of a lifetime being able to be in a crowd where everybody is on one frequency yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is.
1: yeah yeah the
2: best natural not even because everybody's
1: there for the, the same reason you know what i mean in the club people are there for all different reasons shady reasons good reasons bad reasons that concert, all types of shit.
2: we're all in there for everybody's
1: focus yeah mm-hmm. I, I love when I can go to a concert, and I can rap at like 10 different people at any given time. I'm rapping at this right. person. Like I'm literally just like moving around. Like that's that's what I'm at, like my happiest. That was and I, I'll probably say that was probably the best concert I've ever been to. Oh, uh, I
2: wish I would have so, that one so fucking good. It was so good. I love concerts. I can't lie. My last concert was just um uh when it was G-Z Gucci. Um the um the streets tour that just came um I think two months ago, but yeah uh, I love concerts I tell people She's in
1: concerts.
2: Gucci hey, he said Gucci Gucci. I'm like where
1: really She's in Gucci right
2: That's why I had to go you guys because I love Gucci too so God. I had to go because that was like fundamental right Why did and
0: I not I was, know
1: this
2: after it's the after their
1: The verses,
2: verses mm-hmm. they went on tour together It's called
1: yeah. um, Legends of the Streets.
2: How did I not Gucci know this? They came oh, to Charlotte. I ha- I could not not miss. To me, that was a history moment because <laughs> I never would have thought they were going to tour together. So when that happened, I was like, "Oh my gosh, There's no way I'm not going." So it was, um, it I was. Um, I'm mad.
0: Two chains.
2: <laughs> yeah, two chains. Gucci, Jeezy, Trina and it which is random and i mean not knocking you but jarul was so <laughs> yeah. but it was supposed random, to be rick but... ross originally so i mm-hmm. guess ja Rule filled in but it was, he still did a great job but yeah so it was it was the legend street yeah legend of street so that know. was like why
0: am i just not hearing about yeah
1: this i never so heard of that, that shit no, that really came wild.
2: yeah that just came in. Um, I want to say in May or June, May or June, Mm I can't remember, but yeah, I was definitely there, going, going crazy, going crazy. (laughs) It was at the Special Marina too, going
0: crazy. Damn, I think my last concert was Tyler the Creator. Mm
2: -hmm. I heard he puts on a great show. Oh yeah, his
0: oh his show was lit. They had Marsh Pits and all that. That shit was lit. Right.
2: See, I love artists that puts on a whole performance, performance, Stage. Yeah, my man
0: had a whole boat.
2: <laughs> yeah, in, in the crowd, that.
0: riding the boat in the crowd, like yeah. <laughs> I
2: love
0: being entertained. I love being entertained. Yes. Mm. Nice. Hopefully, this Elijah Wiz concert is just as good. Mm-hmm. I heard some things.
2: Mm. I so. know. I've seen a few things. I was debating about it last night. The only reason it made me not go is because. I, I don't listen to Logic like that. It's not that I don't knock mm. him. I just don't mm. listen to him. And I was a little nervous if Wiz was going to give me, like, the new, new, new Wiz that I'm still trying to memorize, basically, mm. you know, music, or if I was going to get a little bit of O. So I was, I was a little nervous. And I was like, okay, I'm just... And, and plus, I had a meeting. I had a meeting at 7.30, so I would have been pushing it. But I was just like, okay. But then today... Um, I seen Nora's status, I- I, I, I saw the same thing. Right, (laughs) and you know he's very blunt. And so when I seen his status, I was like, okay, maybe I'm okay. I was like, damn. I still think the energy is gonna always be great. Like, Mm. concerts is therapy for me. So I still wish I would've went just off the strength, but I, when I seen his status this morning though, I can't lie, I was like, okay, I'm not too sad. Like, okay, I was like, like, damn it. <laughs> but that's how it um. was with the weekend though. I love the weekend. And um when the the weekend, not knocking him, but when he made it to the Spectrum Arena, I, I see him twice at Fillmore. And then he he's not at the level where he's selling out arenas. Mm. And I see him at Spectrum. And um I was like, this was my last time. And it wasn't saying in a bad way as a fan because I still love him streaming, but artists get to that level where they're only doing commercial songs mm. for their concerts and that's sometimes your hit and miss about a concert even though it's still going to be just as much as fun they kind of do the songs that like everybody knows but if you like a true artist yeah. you want mm. you want them to play the songs that you know like that they ain't play on the radio you know mm. what I'm saying so they play like so that's why I say commercial they play like the radio songs like songs that everybody's supposed to know. So that mm. was the only thing. When I see him at Spectrum, I was just kind of like, it was like being like the proud adopted sister. It was like, the weekend you made it, but I'm good. Like I'm um <laughs> I, I retired. Like it's like this 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 lane is not for me. Like it was so many, so many radio commercial songs I was just like, I don't know. Like I, I wanted you to do your mixtapes and stuff, but mm. I guess you're past that level, which is cool because I love the success. So sometimes artists can't get to that level where you're like dang but overall I always still tell people like concerts is still the best experience to me like if you don't travel outside of traveling like mm. make that a hobby like to go to shows and concerts outside of traveling and, and try and just random things isn't it True, true mm.
0: so this, so this month hip-hop turned 49 years old. We're almost 50 years in hip hop, hmm. which is wild. Wow, August 11th, 1973, is when hip hop was first like formed. So, um, I want to ask everybody here, um, what was that one moment, whether it's the artist, song, or a moment, whatever like, what moment made you fall in love with hip hop? Anybody, mm. whoever wants to go first.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> my story won't be too, too long. I'll keep it real brief. Only with two artists I can think of at the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I really more so grew up, I will say, with a lot of R&B. But um, if I had to, like, you know, that first moment that I could think of um, as early as elementary school. So I'll, I'm a 90s baby. Um, but I will say, like, when I did, my mom used to listen to Pac. That's her favorite. Pac and DMS is her favorite artist. So um I will say Pac and DMS was first. Um she's just played their albums, period. Um and and then like my personal like first pick um uh, was actually Kanye uh with college dropout and mm. and then it went from there. So if I had originally say Pac, DMS, and and then Kanye, that was like the top three of where I got introduced to hip hop and I was like
1: I love this, you know, outside of R&B. Mm-hmm. I, I can think of two things, two, two different moments. Mm-hmm. I remember, so I was like, I think I was in fourth grade or fifth grade. Yeah, I think it was like 2002 or 2003. And I remember falling in love with hip hop beats so hard that I would, I remember going in the shower. You know how when you're like taking a shower you have all you know you 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 actually one of the few times of the day where you really can't do much but think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So a lot of ideas come in the shower, a lot of things. And I remember this specific memory where I was like I had this dream of what my album would be, and who would be producing? it be like featuring from production from all these different producers. I had this dream in my head, and it wasn't even like I'll be rapping. I think it was some like DJ Khaled shit. Like it's like my <laughs> album, but it would have beats by you know Just Blaze, Kanye West, all the dudes that I really was obsessed with at the time. That dream has precipitated like 20 years later in a music career. So I, that shit is powerful. That shit is really powerful. Um, it never left me. I, I'm still doing that. Like I'm still doing that now. Um, so that that's probably the most pivotal moment. Although I can't remember too. Um, I don't know if y'all played video games, but um, I played NBA Street Volume Two.
2: Yes. That
1: game was the yes. shit. And when I because and when I like when I realized like who made all the beats it was all just blaze cuz i was i was obsessed with just blaze at the time that like created so many memories and it made me want to make my first beats so that those two moments it changed me forever man deep
0: Nice. i say for me the artist that made me fall in love with hip hop was tupac so um, I started getting into hip or or hip in the hip hop around like like oh one or two. So like around the time that's when like Jar Rule, Ludacris, Eminem, Jay Z, um, Nelly, and that's all them were popping whatever. So you know I'm listening to all of them, all of them, whatever. Honorable mention Ludacris because word of mouth was the first CD I ever bought with my own money. So that that tributes to that as well. But like. That's around like that was probably around like sixth grade. So right. around like so right around like eighth grade. I remember I I borrowed my boys on C D on Tupac's greatest hits. And uh I never just heard emotion like that from an artist. Up until that point I never heard emotion like from one that one artist. Like he had anger, he had the sorrow, he had you know, like lifting up type songs, like black the black power type songs, like lifting up women. Also, you no know, downplaying with me, but you know, you know, it was the '90s. But um, he he just had he had it all. He had, he was very versatile. Like at that point, mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard of an artist that was that versatile in like in like rap or hip hop at that time. So it just opened my eyes, and then from there, I just to start listening. Like I, I had to listen to him. I started listening to, like you know Snoop and Dre, and then like all Defro artists from there. And then and that's why I love West, and that's another reason why I love West Coast music so much. is because like. One, because of Pocket, two, like I grew up listening to a lot of funk music back in the day too. So, like the whole G Funk era, I just loved the whole G Funk sound, P Funk sound. So, like, yeah, eighth yeah. grade like when I fell in love with hip hop. Mm-hmm. And I just never looked back ever since. Mm-hmm. And, that's why I and we got to so shout out One
2: in Part too. One Assistant Part helped me find Oh, yeah, though.
0: for sure. Definitely.
2: The video, the visuals. We needed that top 10. Okay. <laughs> Facts. So, definitely, I will say, uh of us is apart uh, definitely helped me fall in love with, Rap like, city. um artists and, like, you know, like, up north artists and stuff because we was at Rap City, definitely.
0: Rap City had all of, like, the like, yes. underground artists.
2: Because I used to love the, uh, I used to love the freestyle segment. I used to like, oh, I wish I like could yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, definitely, definitely shout out to BZ, okay? <laughs> the
0: old BZ. <laughs> The old old B L T. How about B L T?
2: Old B. Not B L T. How
1: about
0: Yes, this was. A... We gotta have, we gotta have you back. We gotta have you back. Mm,
2: definitely. Definitely. to have you back sure. guys, questions. I know oh, I'm yeah. very talkative, so and that's
0: perfectly fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so sorry if I talked y'all off, but yeah, but nah, nah I definitely do it. appreciate
0: you guys. But yeah, we definitely got to have her back, man, for real, for real,
1: absolutely 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yes,
0: yeah, and hopefully we can be on your show too.
2: Yeah, so. we got to do the exchange now. You guys got to get interviewed by a I man, get
1: it. Man, that's I gotta, I gotta prepare for that. I gotta get ready for that.
2: Gotta You gotta right.
1: know, you know yourself, nah, But
2: no, nah, yeah, definitely do, definitely do. But we do that um with True Dreams just to let you guys know. So we'll talk more about it off the air. But um, okay. we do a lot of um like cross interviews, you know, with podcasts and radio stations. So
0: oh, mm, daddy, no. These up? connections. There we go.
2: Oh man.
0: Yes. Well, real quick. Go ahead. Do your shows too. We'll follow you and all that good stuff.
2: All right, y'all. So y'all make sure that y'all follow us. That is True Dreams Radio on Instagram, exactly how it sounds. True Dreams Radio, True Dreams Radio 704 on Facebook, TrueDreamsRadio.com. You can follow me. It used to be Kittymo underscore. Let's get it. So it's going to go back to it. I made some type of error, y'all, on my page. I don't know. So it's just simple. Kittymo True Dreams, okay? Like, I'm really about to get to a point where it's just social media is me. Listen, but true dreams radio, you can find us all platforms, okay? All streaming platforms at this point. Make sure that you guys hit us up every first and third Tuesdays. We got True Dope Music. We play a total of 10 artist tracks. Narrow it down to our top three. Choose our number one artist for the day. Absolutely free. That'd be payola, baby. And we charge y'all to do our spins, okay? So just make sure that you follow the steps. Y'all need to make sure y'all support our movement before we play it. So make sure you follow the steps. So we make sure to support you guys' music. We also do interviews, advertisements, events, um, community events. We actually have a community event coming up that is on August the 20th. We're uh partner up with pain and Productions Uncle and Uncle Sony, nonprofit organization. Um, it's going to be their second annual book bad drive. That's going to be located at the community center that you guys know that I talk about all the time that I work at. That is the Baha'i Unity Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, August 20th, 12 to 3. We're looking for volunteers. We're also looking for um, donations. So please donate pencils, pens, crayons, crayon boxes notebooks, composition books. Y'all know what the kids need, okay? Y'all was in school. So make sure that you guys definitely um, submit that. Book bags too, of course. We're going to go ahead and try to stuff them, have them prepared. Shout out to University Soup Kitchen. They're going to be providing some free food for everyone. Shout out to the Honeycomb Experience. They're going to be in a building donating and also volunteering. Shout out to Girl Heights Community Center. They're going to be a part as well, donating um, and volunteering too So definitely just come out Come out, come out, come out, come out Show love you guys But well, once again I definitely do appreciate you guys Having me on your platform So y'all make sure That y'all subscribe And all that good stuff Okay Because y'all need to make sure Y'all support that movie So let's get it Thank you so much again
1: I love this energy Jeez, She had the, yes. she had the bomb <laughs> intro And the bomb the outro, bomb outro. <laughs> oh,
0: The bomb oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Like,
2: laughs> Okay <laughs> Smooth two minutes <laughs> Go ahead, Nick
1: I'm about to say, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Nick You know, I said <laughs> move, on. move on from that uh, no. we. Uh, Nick Neighbors, I'm a hip-hop producer uh, Based in the D.C. area You can follow me My last name, yes, is like Next Door neighbor. You can search me on uh, Google, Nick Neighbors My, my uh, Beat Stars page Is where most of my beats are I post a new beat every three days I'm on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah.
0: All righty. Now it's my turn. All
1: right. Now you going to take me. He has the longest <laughs> one. He had uh, like 15 accounts.
0: I do. I have a lot. I do, I do way too much, bro. Like, for real. I, I need to slow down. I need to focus on just one thing. Slow down. <laughs> but nah, you can follow me. Well, first of all, like you'll follow us on YouTube. Hip-Hop Vibes, the podcast. It's like a trial code course. You got to say the whole thing. Spell it out just like that. We're on YouTube. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Tell a friend, all that good stuff. Also, we stream on... Well, we, well yeah, we stream on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, um, iTunes. we every almost everywhere. We're up there. Um, follow me on IG and on TikTok. A tone productions, a underscore tone underscore productions. That's why I post all my daily hip hop facts. Mm. Um, speaking of which today, well, the day the day um as of this recording is the 12th of August. Um, this is when State probably dropped um the chain game volume two volume out. two, yeah. Yeah,
1: can't that, stop, won't stop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was the
0: hell Um also follow me on Twitter, hip hop vibes hip underscore hop underscore vibes and um, i'll post the same shit over there too um you know daily hip-hop facts and i'm, I'm kind of more talking over there there on facebook but i'm kind of not fucking with facebook anymore because they threw me in facebook jail, like twice mm. but you know yeah i was tell you about that and um <laughs> <laughs> and also my radio show hip-hop vibes radio Every Thursday from two to three PM on RadioFairFX.org, or you can download the Intune Radio, no Tune in Radio app, and just search in Radio Fairfax, every, every like I said, every Thursday from two to three PM. I'm working on um, moving the time to like a later time so I can you know get more listeners and all the good stuff. And um and yeah, and our podcast we go a We'll yeah we go live every other Friday, so every two weeks. And um yeah, that's about it. I don't Let's think it was just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go oh wait oh wait one more and i'm also on twitch Uh-oh. one machine 1919 we, we stream on twitch as well as well and uh i do gaming as well on twitch i'm um, doing the pokemon Nelson challenge right now i haven't gone live in about a couple weeks but um i'm gonna work on it and um now that's it yeah eh. but, <laughs> but like i said we like to take like our special guests Kidimo for coming thank in you, and thank you, thank, you, thank,
2: thank you guys. Thank you. No, I definitely do appreciate you guys. Shout out once again, guys. Y'all make sure you're following hip hop vibes right now. You already know Nick Neighbors in the building. <laughs> hey, they in the building. I know what time it is. Y'all better make sure that y'all support their movement, okay? Because they making sure that they keep it consistent on all platforms. You already know. Just Google them hip-hop vibes baby let's get it it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it
0: and with that being said I'm your boy AJ (laughs) your boy Nick and this is hip-hop vibes the podcast where I catch y'all next time
2: let's get it thank you